Hi, I'm Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise. In three minutes in this 74th episode, we are taking another look at the issue of antitrust regulation. Now, in our previous episode, we noted that antitrust regulation is about politics, not sound economics. For good measure, antitrust laws are vague, ridiculously assume that politicians and their appointees can figure out how industries will develop and change, including new ideas and products being brought to the marketplace, and largely ignore that a monopoly means that a market is served by only one seller with no close substitutes for the product and high barriers restricting market entry. Indeed, rather than seeing current and future markets with near-perfect clarity, Politicians and their appointees usually ignore sound economics and market realities. Consider two examples. First, the antitrust legislation passed in the late 1800s and early 1900s were not about protecting consumers as commonly asserted. Instead, antitrust legislation emerged from complaints by competitors and from anti-big business ideologies within both the progressive and populist movements. How shocking, right, that businesses who fell short in the marketplace would turn to government for protection and bailouts, or that political movements rooted in more government action would push for, well, more government interference and dictates. In reality, antitrust actions usually overrule consumers rather than protect them. Second, politicians, progressives, populists, and government bureaucrats and regulators that promote antitrust actions have no idea what lies ahead in the marketplace, which in turn makes government antitrust regulation largely absurd and most likely destructive by undermining entrepreneurship, investment, and innovation. That is, antitrust ignores market dynamism. Now, to drive home this point, a few years ago, AEI scholar Mark Perry pointed out the following, and I quote, Comparing the Fortune 500 companies in 1955 to the Fortune 500 in 2014, there are only 61 companies that appear in both lists. In other words, only 12.2% of the Fortune 500 companies in 1955 we're still on the list 59 years later in 2014, and almost 88% of the companies from 1955 have, the, have either gone bankrupt, merged, or still exist, but have fallen from the top Fortune 500 companies ranked by total revenues. Most of the companies on the list in 1955 are unrecognizable forgotten companies today. Close quote. Well, hopefully one day we'll see clear understanding of economics and history trump the wrongheadedness of antitrust politics. Hey, thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And subscribe to Free Enterprise in three minutes at, for example, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Again, thanks for listening and God bless.